Okay, this morning we're moving on with Mark chapter 1. And here as well, it's one of my favorite stories in the Bible, where Jesus says, I am willing. To begin, well, let, let's take a trip down imagination lane, and let's imagine, imagine this. Wherever you go, people stay away from you. When you walk down one side of the street, everyone walking towards you would cross to the other side in disgust. When you walk through a door, everyone would look for the nearest fire exit, and they would all rush out, repulsed at the thought of even being in the same room as you. Wherever you went and people were around, alarm bells would start sounding. Warning, warning, stay away. Imagine this is your life, day by day. And in our reading today, we, there is a leper. And this was the life of the leper. But only worse, he was an outcast, untouchable. His home would be the caves. Whenever he came close to people, he had to sound his own alarm bells. He had to say and shout out, unclean, unclean. Stay away from me. I'm unclean. He was dirty. He stank. Horrible aroma. His body deformed, his flesh rotting on him. He had to cover his whole body in cloths and rags just to try and soften the stench and to stop any passerby from being offended at the sight of his ugliness. Now this was the life of the leper, day by day. We consider this sort of life and, well, we can ask, why was the leper on his knees begging at the feet of Jesus? Wouldn't you beg on your knees at the feet of Jesus if you knew that only him, only Jesus could heal you? In asking you if you would beg at the feet of Jesus, and I, I look around and it's hard to say that all of us would be willing to go that low at the feet of Jesus. We may not be lepers physically, but as sinners, as sinners, we are as lepers before God. We all ought to be on our hands and knees at the feet of Jesus, crying and pleading to be cleansed. Leprosy is an infectious disease. It only worsens in time. And leprosy, if you look in the Bible, it's a graphic illustration of what's of sin's destructive power. And this is the effect of sin. We are born with it. It is who we are. It is infectious. A drop of it destroys everything it touches. It is in us. Mark chapter 7, Jesus says, For from within, out of the person's heart, that evil thoughts come, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, folly, 
All these evils come from inside and defile a person. That is us. Before God, we are as lepers. If I had a bunch of plain white t-shirts and I said that I would print on them all the things you have done and you had to go around wearing these t-shirts for the rest of your life, for everyone that you walk to, they would be able to read your whole life on your t-shirts. Now consider what would be printed on them. We gather all your past thoughts, all your past lies and deceit printed on those tops. All your works of selfishness, greed, malice, envy, all being written there for everyone to read. All your slander, your arrogance, all your folly. Now we print this long, long, long list on the t-shirts and you start wearing them. How long after wearing them and people are able to read everything you've done? How long after that do you think you won't have friends anymore? How many unpleasant looks you would get? How many insults would be hurled at you? Time goes by, people see more and more, they read more and more of who you really are. They start to number all your disgusting thoughts, moral thoughts. They start to count all your lies, deceit, they tally up all your gossip and slander. I know that if I wore t-shirts where on them was printed everything I thought, everything I've done, can, I can imagine what will be written on them. I hate you. I lied to you. I gossiped about you. I wish you would get lost. If only you didn't have a husband. I stole from you. And so on. Imagine the list. I know I would be the loneliest, most hated person around if you knew who I really was. But that's all of us. That's who we are. That is sin. Do you think you would survive this ordeal? Walking around with everything you are out in the open? Now before God, we can't hide who we really are. God doesn't need us to wear t-shirts that tell us who we are. He can see it. And one day the books will be opened and Heaven, where it's written everything that we are, and God will judge you. On all that is written in the books. Now the leper, he couldn't hide his disease. He shouted, unclean, unclean. That was his shout when he walked down the streets. Likewise, we can't hide the sick sickness of our hearts. And sinner, sinner, that should be our shout. Leprosy had no cure in those days, slowly killing the leper. And that was his fate. Being healed was an impossibility. What cure for sin do you have? Sin destroying you to eternal death. Freeing yourselves from sin is an impossibility. Now the leper, you see, he knew his state. He knew his need. 
But his needs seemed to be an impossibility until one day Jesus passed by. He passed by the way of the leper and the leper fell at the feet of Jesus. The leper must have known that what is impossible with man is made possible with God. And here is Jesus. The leper knew what he had to do. Learn from the leper here because it is also the only thing we can do. When we think about our sins, the only thing we can do is to come to Jesus and at his feet and beg him on our knees, saying, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Do you know your need to come to the feet of Jesus? One of the effects of leprosy is that the leper does not feel pain. And this leads to loss of body parts, fingers, hands, toes, feet, because they don't feel pain. And if they injure those areas of their body, they're unaware of it, and it goes unnoticed. Their injuries go, go unnoticed, and they lose their limbs. Is this how bad sin is in you? It is so deep in you that it's gone numb. You're desensitized to, to sin. Where your sins are going unnoticed. It doesn't mean much to you anymore. I was speaking to a friend once and I mentioned that I'm a sinner and that he was a sinner too. And he replied to me, but, but I'm still a nice person. I said, but that, that doesn't deal with the fact you're still a sinner. He replied, but I'm still a good person. You say what I do is sinning, but seriously, Henry, think about it. There's nothing wrong with saying a small lie. There's nothing wrong with being interested in money. There's nothing wrong in having one night stands with girls I meet at the club. I think God is very pleased with how good I am. I help people, I give to charity, and I've never killed anyone. I ask you, have you gone numb to sin? Do you not see how bad sin is? How bad your sins are before God? Are your sins going unnoticed? But God knows them all. They're not going unnoticed before God. God hates sin. And God teaches us that he hates the workers of iniquity. He hates them with a passion. You can find that in Psalm chapter 11. God hates the workers of iniquity with a passion. Now it's helping people, giving to charity, go, coming to church, reading your Bible, saying your prayers, is doing all this enough to soften God's passionate hate towards sin. Of course not. Well, the leper fell at the feet of Jesus and cried, if you are willing, you can make me clean. The leper came hopeless and weak. He came with the weakest and simplest of pleas. If you are willing, you can make me clean. What else could this poor leper offer? All I seek and offer was his earnestness and willingness 
to be made clean. And we are told that Jesus was moved with compassion. He reached out his hand and he touched the leper and said, I am willing. Be clean. Jesus loves so much. I am willing. Be clean. Now this is not a soppy emotional tale. This is power. The impossible made possible here. This is Jesus with love, mercy, grace, and power all at the same time. No one can be compared to him. Our need to be cleansed is great. And the beauty, the beauty of coming to Jesus in earnest plea to be cleansed from sin is that Jesus will always say, I am willing. Be clean. Jesus said, I will never turn away anyone who comes to me. Praise God for that. Because my sin is great. Our sins are great. In the story here, we see two willing people. One willing to be cleansed, and the other willing to clean. And the latter is God. This is God calling us to come to him to be cleansed from our sins. Jesus is willing. He always is. But like the leper, are you, are you willing? Willing with an earnest heart to fall and cry the feet of Jesus, save me. Come just as you are. The leper came just as he was. He didn't try and make himself look better, get rid of his stench. He just came as he was. And with a simple cry and plea, Jesus said, I am willing, be clean. Come just as you are. For anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's wonderful to me. There was a time, I often still do. My sins are great. The Lord makes them known to me. And as the story went, if we come to God and say sorry from our hearts, earnestly, we can know his forgiveness. So I ask, are you willing to come to the Lord? Amen. Sing this hymn, it just says, Just as I am without one plea, that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come.